Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us again today for our Winning Side broadcast. It is Wednesday, October the 6th, and we're looking forward to a great day together. We welcome you on 95.9 FM. Those of you on the radio, thank you for tuning in. Uh, We are having, again, some difficulties with our uh, Facebook, so we'll get all that figured out. But uh, we're thankful to have you and those of you on our radio app and those on our podcast and YouTube and uh, those uh, folks that are watching or listening in those ways. We're glad to have you today, and I hope you're having a good day. We've had a great start to the day. We had our school chapels this morning uh, for Victory Christian Academy, and I thank the Lord for our Christian school and all of our teachers and students and Uh, the parents. God's given us a wonderful group. And we are now at lunchtime. I don't know if you're eating lunch yet or not, but it's lunchtime. It's official now. It's noon. And I hope you're uh, able to get a bite to eat. And then tonight, we're going to have a great service together here at Victory Baptist Church, 7 o'clock, prayer meeting, Bible study, master clubs, teens on target. We'll have a great time together. I hope you'll join us. And uh, if you don't have a church home, I hope you come and visit with us. We'd love to have you. And uh, if you do have a church home, you need to be in your church. And I hope you'll pl- be there, ready to go, fired up. Uh, don't, I mean, if you're coming straight from work, then obviously you can't help it. But uh, otherwise, don't just drag in the last minute and, you know, sit on the pew like a bump on a log. Man, come to church fired up and ready and prayed up and uh, ask God to speak to you and come with a heart to worship God. And uh, boy, with the songs and uh, uh, the opportunities we have to study the Bible, boy, take advantage of it. And uh, let's, let's thank the Lord that we can have church. And I hope that you'll be in prayer for the service tonight. Let's uh, wish a happy birthday today to Brian Dixon and happy birthday to Aubrey Hines. I hope both of you have a great day today. And let's be in prayer for our church and for our school. Pray for our missionaries. Uh, pray for the nation of Israel today. Pray for our own country Pray for revival, and uh, let's uh, pray that God will do something great in us and through us, and He certainly can. He is able. Here's a great song, and I'm thankful that uh, when I got saved, boy, God certainly uh, gave me salvation, but He gave me so much more, uh, so much more than I ever asked for. And I, I think in this song, there's the line about the prodigal son. The prodigal son came back and said, just, just make me a servant. Uh, I'd be happy just being a servant in your house, but oh no, he didn't go back to being a servant. He was a son. He was a child, and I'm glad that we as God's children, uh, we are children of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and what a privilege that is. I hope you'll enjoy this song, and after this song, we will be in our Bible study in Proverbs 21. Satan said, this time you've done it, now you have gone too far. How could the Lord receive you? You are ruined now and scarred. But something deep inside of me 
Said, child, you're still my own And my love for you is still the same So child, just come back home He gave me more than I ever asked for More than I ever dreamed He gave me more than I could imagine when I came back home to Him When I asked Him to forgive me He gave me a robe and a ring I said, make me as one of your servants But He made me a child of the King I thought about the years I'd wasted As I walked the homeward way And I rehearsed time and time All the words that I would say But when I finally climbed that last long hill My father I did see running way enjoyed that great song and I thank the Lord he has given me far more than I ever could have imagined and God has been so good to me and if you're honest God's been good to you and uh, what we all deserve is we deserve to spend eternity uh, in a lake of fire in a, in a place uh, separated from God with eternal uh, torment eternal punishment but it's God's grace and God's mercy that he has uh, saved us from that uh, eternity and he's given us a home in heaven and uh, besides the uh, eternal life he's given us so many blessings and uh, so many things that are beyond what we could ever dream or ever ask for and i thank the lord for that great song if uh, you're just joining us on facebook we had some difficulties at the beginning and uh, we apologize for that but i think we're all on now and for those of you on the radio you didn't even know we're just going on fine it just goes to show that that technology sometimes it doesn't work you just got to go back to the old school of the radio and uh, we thank the lord for wvfv 
95.9 FM. I did mention it earlier, but I do want to say again, happy birthday to Brian Dixon and Aubrey Hines. Hope you folks have a great day today. Look forward to a great service tonight at uh, church, 7 o'clock. Hope you plan to be here and be ready for a great service. Proverbs 21 in your Bibles. We saw verse 1. The Bible says that the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, and as the rivers of water, he turneth it whithersoever he will. I'm glad that uh, the power and uh, the authority all belongs to God. He's in control. And then we saw yesterday uh, the idea of provision or plenty. And Proverbs talks a lot about those who are rich and those who are poor. And by the way, I want to say this, that uh, first of all, if you live in the United States of America, you're rich, whether you realize it or not. Uh, but uh, there also, uh, there was a day, and maybe for some of our parents or grandparents, there was a day when poverty, that was just the norm. Uh, but I, I think we live in a, t a day, and I think we live in a time where if you're willing to work, and if you're willing to, uh, to save, and if you're willing to be a good steward of what you have, I think you can have uh, a life uh, that is comfortable. And I don't mean, you know, uh, driving around, uh, you know, a Mercedes Benz and living in a mansion. I'm not talking about that, but just to have a, a, a car and have a house. And uh, most of the world would consider you rich just to have food on your table, clothes on your back. And uh, But anyway, I, I do think we ought to work and I think we ought to be diligent. Don't be lazy. Uh, don't waste your money. Uh, so many people, they they waste their substance like the prodigal son, but they waste it on riotous living. They waste it on uh, alcohol. They waste it on drugs. They waste it on lottery tickets. They waste it on um, cigarettes and, uh, and all this stuff. And you want to say, why would you do that? And uh, can I tell you, uh, we ought to work and then save and be good stewards. But let's talk today about the word pure. The word pure, it's found in verse number eight. It says, the way of man is forward and strange, but as for the pure, his work is right. The word forward, it means perverse, not willing to yield, not willing to comply with what is required. It is someone who is disobedient. And of course, in this, in this setting, this context, we're talking about being disobedient to God and not willing to yield or comply with what the Word of God says. But then it says the pure. The word pure means free from moral defilement, without spot, not tarnished, but holy. 1 Peter chapter 1, the Bible says, Be ye holy, for I am holy, saith the Lord. You know, as you study the temple, the Old Testament temple, it's very interesting as they put together and brought together the materials for that temple, you find the, the, the term pure gold is mentioned for the temple and mentioned for the items of worship in the temple. As a matter of fact, that, that term pure gold is found 39 times in the Bible. One of those cases, it's talking about the crown that was set up in the temple. And on that crown, there were inscribed the words, Holiness to the Lord. And they're written in our Bible in all caps. Holiness to the Lord. You know, that Old Testament, that temple, uh, and the tabernacle and the items of worship used in the tabernacle, they were supposed to be of pure gold. Here's the reason. God deserves the very best. God deserves that which is pure and that which is right, and God deserves that. And yet sometimes we try to give God what is second best or third best, or we give God our leftovers, but God wants what is best. God wants and God deserves that which is pure. In the New Testament, we find out that we as Christians, we as believers, 
We are the temple of the Holy Spirit of God who lives inside of us. Our body is the temple of God. And can I tell you, if in the Old Testament, God desired pure gold for the Old Testament temple, God has not lowered his standards. He's not lowered his expectations in the New Testament. God desires for us in our bodies and in our minds and in our hearts to be pure. God expects us to be pure. Proverbs 30, verse 12, there is a generation that are pure in their own eyes, but they're not washed from their filthiness. I think we've got that today. We've got a lot of people who they've convinced themselves, well, I'm fine, I'm okay. But can I tell you, it doesn't matter what our standard is. It matters what's God's standard. What does God desire? Can I tell you, we should be pure. Matthew chapter 5 tells us we should be pure in our heart. I want to ask you today, is your heart pure? Your heart, that's, that's the, the control center, the seat of the emotions, uh, your thoughts, your, your desires, your goals, your ambitions, what you want. Is that pure? Well, that, that's starting to talk about our motives. That's not just what we do on the outside, but but what we are on the inside. Are we pure in heart? We should be. How about your mind? Philippians 4, the Bible says, Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. We ought to think about what is pure. We ought to be pure in our mind. And then the Bible talks about in 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, It talks about being pure in our conscience. And can I tell you, uh, your conscience, you ought to have a a, a clean conscience. You ought to be able to put your head on the pillow at night and say, as far as I know, I am right with God. I am right with my spouse. I'm right with my children. I'm right with my family. I'm right with my fellow church members. We ought to have a pure conscience. The Bible talks about in 1 Timothy 5, having our bodies pure. It says in 1 Timothy 5, 22, keep thyself pure. It talks about fleeing youthful lusts and fleeing the sins of immorality. And we are given the command to keep ourselves pure. Uh, Again, your body, my body belongs to God. It's not our own. We've been bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We ought to be pure. Not only in our heart, our mind, our conscience, our body, but then I like this. We ought to be pure in our religion. James chapter 1, verse 27, the Bible says, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. You know what real religion is, what pure religion is? It's not just showing up at a church. It's not just having your name on a church roll. But pure religion is is to care for those in need, those who are uh, fatherless, those who are widows. And then the second part of that, not just caring for those in need, but then to keep yourself, for me to keep myself unspotted from the world. There it is again, to be pure, to be blank without blemish, to keep ourselves from the filth of this world. You know, if we're going to live on the winning side, we're all going to have to work every day to say, Lord, would you please cleanse me? Would you please purify me? I want to be right with you. I want to be a Christian who confesses my sin, forsakes my sin, and then walks with God every day. I hope you'll have a great day today, and we'll look forward to seeing many of you tonight at church, and uh, may God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.
pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.